You're listening to Packers Talk Network. Do you want to experience the thrill of a Packers game at Lambeau Field? If so, be sure to get your game tickets from the longtime trusted source in Wisconsin, Ticket King. Visit their locations in Milwaukee and Green Bay, or just go to their website, theticketking.com. Again, that's theticketking.com. It's Packers Therapy, the betting lines edition, the pop culture edition, and the time where we get to some of the odds and ends that are left over from the podcast. We already told you about the Packers 37 to 30 victory over the Saints. And now we get down to the degenerate uh, piece where all the gambling fools that uh, have run out of money and so now they're gambling without any real money and they're gambling on the betting lines uh, that Dave and I, or that Dave sets and, and uh, well, actually Gabe comes up with the lines and I set them, I guess is how that actually works. That's so right. let's review uh, how the betting lines worked out. Uh, for the Packers and Saints, and then we'll set the lines for the uh, Green Bay v. Atlanta coming up. So how did we do this past week, Dave? Uh, we had uh, a, fa- a fair amount of people play, which is great because we got the podcast out late last week. That was my fault, uh, I believe. Um, but uh, we had someone who got seven correct, and Ooh. it's someone we all know well. Uh, but let's go through it, and uh, I'll let Dave, you know who that was is. Was it Judy the- again? It was, I, it's Judy again. Well, let's let's see. Uh, okay. Let's okay. see. My, just... my money's on Judy. She she always wins. All right. Well, on the first betting line, uh, I asked you how total yards for Aaron Jones after his big game against the Lions. You set the line at 130. Uh, it was 86. So yeah, it, a I, little light on that, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 I think uh, I think that was the Saints' game plan is to not let him chunk uh, runs, you know, and he really didn't um, think he was effective. I don't think he lost a lot of yards. Well, let me ask he... you this, though. Um, now, watching those two guys play on the same field, uh, I'm thinking about Kamara and Jones. Um, well, let me just be a, have the spoiler here. Kamara just looks so much more dynamic yeah. uh, than yeah, Jones is. Good. I mean, Jones is a hell of a player, but watching Kamara was like, Wow, I mean, there's there's a gap, or at least there appear to be a gap uh, in talent between those two guys, and I can see why Kamara is getting paid the way he's getting paid, uh, and not that Jones is not good; he's very good, um, but I don't think he's in the class of Kamara. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, Kamara is more of a a long strider; like a, yeah, he makes guys seems to to miss. Um, Jones feels like he gets hit and squirts out like he he's he's having to contend a lot of tight spaces he does well in that I, maybe it's the team around him because Kamara always feels like he's out in the open field yeah yeah, yeah. when do you hey. see Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Jones out in the open field just like there's a one screen or something where there's just nobody around he ran for 14 yards down the sidelines with not a soul near him <laughs> I, I, I don't it, maybe it's unfair to try to judge them with the Packers defense on the other side yeah, I, I'm not. I don't want this to come off as I'm dissing, you know, Aaron Jones. I, I'm not. I, I like him. He's a good player. It's, it's just that 
it appeared to my eye that you know he he just wasn't the same kind of difference making dynamic player that the that 41 on the other side was yeah i'd say uh you know if you were to ask about the quarterback you know drew Brees is pretty good but he's no aaron Rodgers. you know right. that, that's yeah. probably a similar type of comparison is that exactly right yep uh number two i asked you how many drops we would have you set the line at four and a half Ooh. and it was only uh mike said two because he gave uh jair alexander one on that dropped interception <laughs> at the end of the game <laughs> so yeah. They, they, they did a lot better uh, this time around on the drops. Yeah. It was it was embarrassing in that second game. Uh, number three, I asked you number of total sacks against Drew Brees, which is tough because he gets rid of the ball. Uh, you set the line at two and a half, and it was two. Yeah. So not too bad. And uh, both by Kiki. Both by Kiki. I guess the uh, T- Taysom Hill fumble was not a – I guess was that, no. a, was that a running play? That was – I, I think it was because he had already taken the ball out of – was it Kamara? Read option. Yeah, yes. yeah, right. He already taken out of the gut, and it, he was bringing it back in. I think when he was hit, so I think they counted that as a, as it's just a yeah, you know, straight play, old yeah. fumble running play. Yeah, exactly. Uh, number four, the average completion uh, for Breeze. The average, I think. What do we say? It was completion per attempt. Uh, right, y- I think yards per attempt. Right. So uh, you set the line at eight yards. Do you know what his uh, average completion rate? Uh, I don't even know how you say the stat. Uh, how I look much at his he had to line, drink tonight, Dave? Is what I really want to know. Nothing. Is, nothing. Okay. Uh, All right. I, I look did. at you. I'm, I'm just saying attempts, yards, and average. Uh, whatever that average is called, you set the line at eight. Do you know what it was? Um. Uh, yeah. Yes, because I happen to have the, the stats. I, I thought we we were going at. Um, well, I know what it is. I'll, yards, I'll just. Okay, let, yeah. It was eight. You were exactly right. Okay, were, so are we – okay, is the 288.3? I guess that would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. You were exactly right. So the way Mike scored that, nobody won that one. The house wins. Uh, oh, my so, gosh. So everyone's hey. going to get a check in the mail or a, a bill in the mail to uh, send to Chris for – I probably should have gone with like 8.1, but then it would have been 8.1. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, number five, who will have more touchdowns, Jones or Kamara? Uh, it was Kamara. Yep. Uh, number six, who will be the lead pass catcher for the Packers? You said Adams, but he didn't play. I said Lazard, and wouldn't you know it was Alan Lazard? Pretty yeah, good pick by myself. Well, that is true. I really thought that um, Adams would play because he came back after he had gone in the blue tent. Uh, he had come out uh, against the Lions and played. You know, he had had a couple of catches. And I know they were being careful in the second half, but I thought, well, it couldn't have been that serious. But, you know, they're exercising a lot of caution early in the season. That's probably very smart of them to do that. But I, I figured they would have him play because it was such an important game. But ah, guessed wrong. Um, number seven. Uh, oh, along with that, a lot of people said MBS, Aaron Jones, um, I must have known that uh, not many people said Adams because they must have known that he was out by the time he got the lines out. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Lazard with the with the win. Uh, number seven. How many targets will Sternberger get? You set the line at one and a half, and he had three. Yeah, yeah. He he is, was a a bigger factor in the game uh, than I than I thought. I think they went more with the tight ends because again didn't have Adams and they had to do something different. Uh, seven and a half. <clears throat> Will the Packers score more than 35 points? 
You said no, and I said yes, and they did Ooh, more than yeah, they thought, yeah, which is yeah. pretty impressive. And then this one, I think, <laughs> you'll have to help me out with this one. I asked, um, will they show the career stats graphic um, on the screen where they show them side by side? I actually don't think I saw that. No. Um, but uh, Mike said it was in the second quarter. And I think in the second quarter what they did was they showed them not side by side, but they showed them separately. Do you oh, recall? Oh, okay, so I, okay, I yeah. I think that's fair yeah. to make that count as a second quarter. Um, well, whatever I just Mike assume says they goes, do hey, the, hey, yeah. you remember that's the rule here, Dave. Yeah, whatever right. Mike says goes. I, I, I'll say it's controversial, but ah! I, I think it's all still uh, – <laughs> although I did say second quarter, so I got that one right. Um, so it's fair. Uh, and then tiebreaker, which we didn't need, was total passing yards for Aaron Rodgers. You said 265. I said 321. He had 283. Uh, the winner was seven was Dr. Klaus. Ah, Dr. Dr. Klaus. Ah. The big win. All right. Huh? Yeah, it's, a, it's our man our man in Norway. All right. So congrats he, to him. Is he going to do your colonoscopy? Well, I was going to ask him if he's going to – now he's won. He's got to come to the the casino here in the States, I suppose. You know, well, little as, slots as, and – little... As long as you're there, you know, what the heck. 60 centimeters, baby. <laughs> Why not? So I'll, I'll wait for you to get here, um, and uh, I'll, I'll look forward to it, I suppose. So those are your betting lines for this week. So Dr. Claus gets to uh, move into the casino. Are you ready for this week's lines, Chris? I am. I, Dave, I was born ready. All right. Uh, number one, total yards for Alan Lazard. Okay. Um, I have to believe that... Devante is going to be back next week. Um, I think he was close to playing this week. So because you don't think he's going to keep him out, let, let him have the bye, and well, really let him heal up. No, that that would not that would not surprise me, and it also wouldn't surprise me in that I think they like the idea of finding ways to scheme and to win without that guy. Um, but I think he was. They were they were pretty close to playing him as it was. I mean, th- this probably is not a multi-week injury. So I'm I'm thinking that he is going to play. And with that in mind, um, I don't think he's going to throw up 146 yards. Uh, Lazard's not going to throw up 146 yards again. I hope he doesn't throw up at all. But, yeah. Well, but you know, you never know. Sometimes a little those those pregame you know butterflies, a little Yips. nervous there. You know, it's it's yeah. Monday night football. You know. He's probably all concerned about the Atlanta coach getting fired, you know. So yeah, you know. Uh, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say 140, but I think you know he'll he'll be a factor. He's he's the number two guy now. I think I think that's pretty clear. Um, in light of that, I'm gonna put him. You know what I'm gonna do, Dave? I'm gonna go exactly half. I'm gonna go 73. 73. I'm gonna take the over. I think it's gonna be a big scoring game for the Packers. Uh, number two, how many catches by a Green Bay tight end? Um, okay, now this isn't the cumulative like this past week when they had nine combined. So we're, we're talking about which one individual tight end will have the most receptions, correct? No, no. I, you were right the first time. I want oh, okay. the number of catches by the tight ends. Oh, I maybe I did plural. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, all together. Boy, so nine would I, have been the answer this Yeah, time. I'm having a hard time believing, again, that they're going to have nine, especially when I expect Adams to play. Um, but I kind of think they like what they got going with uh, Big Bob or Large Robert, as some people are now calling him, um, and Sternberger. 
Um, no longer stone hands. No, I mean, yeah, it's looking good. And, you know, Lewis is going to get his one catch, too. I mean, that's kind of what, you know, once a week he'll do that. I'm going to put the line at five and a half for the Titans. Five and a half. You know, I'm going with the over. I, I'm going with my trends. I, I think the line is up for our tight ends. I feel like we've got something. Now, it's something that maybe Atlanta schemes against. If they do, you know, uh, we're going to have a big game from Jones or hopefully Adams can play. Um, I, I think, you know, this play action toss to the tight end for like a 10 to 20 yard play to start off drives is is fantastic. And now they got the touchdown in there, too. I, I'm going with the over. I'm going the over. All right. All right. Fair enough. All right, this one you have to put your thinking cap on. Um, well, what you said, I, I have to get out of the drawer. Okay, <laughs> got it? Okay. Yep, got it. Okay. Uh, who, do you, who will be the Green Bay Packer leading tackler this week? Mm. Wow. Um, well, it appears as though Kirksey is going to be out for a few weeks. I don't think we'll see him until after the bye. Uh, I believe Ty Summers led them this week in tackles. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm guessing it's going to be... Um, one of the inside linebackers, and that leaves kind of Barnes and Summers pretty much. <laughs> That's the question. Uh, yeah, uh, it's not going to be one of the. It's not going to be in the defensive lineman or the outside guys. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with my man Barnes. I like Chris Barnes, even though he yeah, can't spell. He, he can't spell it like Chris Collinsworth. You know, it's not that hard of a name, and there's like. 12 different spellings. Let's just C-H-R-I-S. That's the way you do it. Just ask Rock. Yeah, I'm tempted to go with uh, a non-middle linebacker, but, you know, that seems to be so dominant, and the teams run against them a lot, and yeah. we don't seem to stop them in the line of scrimmage. So I guess to be different, I'll put Summers. Um, but I, I, it's it's weird. I, you know, that's those are the two guys that we're choosing from in the fourth week of the season. That's weird. Yeah, I mean, because I think this week was the first time Summers had played from scrimmage in a real game. I mean, yeah. he had been a special teams guy, uh, and he, of course, he was Mister August, you know, last yeah, year, right? Uh, but now, you know, he's he's going to be a fixture there as long as uh, you know Kirksey is out. He's, I think, he's going to be on the field. Um, you know, though, uh, Mar- uh, Martin, I don't know if he's coming back. He had to be three weeks on the IR. And I don't know if he's going to be back this week. That will be interesting because he could be a factor. But I, I'm still going to go with the guys who I, I know are going to play. And so, so, so give, give me Barnes on that. Okay. Uh, number four, how many rushing yards for Todd Gurley? I think he is their main guy. Yeah. I pulled down the stats, but I lost it now. Player. Yeah. Pretty good player. Um, and everyone runs on the Packers. I mean, that's not a big deal. Um, hmm. And he's getting up. He. He's getting up there in ages, and he a little—he's got to be late twenties now, I would suppose. Yeah, something happened in the Rams. Remember, they were doing well, and they just all of a sudden sat him. He's such a great player, and yeah, and they yeah. brought that big, bigger Anderson guy to play, and they made it to the Super Bowl. It was like there's something weird going on with him, it, and then, it, it was like it was late in their Super Bowl season that he just kind of ran out of gas. I guess, yeah, yeah, and, but you know what though? That's not uncommon in running backs. They just they get used up at some point, which is why Payne Aaron Jones uh, seems a little dicey to me. But uh, Gurley, hmm, uh, yeah, not the guy he was, uh, but still a force and a factor. Um, I'll set. You want me to set his line on on total rushing, rushing yards? yards. Yep. 
Uh, I'm going to set at 76. I'm taking over on that. I think everyone gets good days against the Packers. Unless we get a lead, and then yeah, Matty and Ice then, is uh, oh, throwing, God. you know, I'm, 80% I'm of the time. I'm going to vomit in my shoes here, Matty Ice. Well, speaking of ne- Matty. I never liked that guy. God. No, I know. But speaking of him, let's bring up a good memory. Do you think we'll get any interceptions? How many interceptions will the Packers have on? <laughs> and uh, just wait for it. I, I, I'm coming up to what you're thinking. But uh, just how many interceptions first? Um, let me see. I, well, they haven't really intercepted. I mean, Alexander should have had an interception this past week. Um, they haven't really been having those in great numbers. I'm going to put it one half. Okay, I'm going to take the over. I think we get into a lead, and then he throws more, and we'll get one. Uh, number six, though, will I guess uh, it's a yes or no. Will it be a pick six? <laughs> well, I I I don't think the the Packers for some reason did not bring Tremont Williams back, so <laughs> that won't be happening there. Um, no, there will it will not be a pick six, but. They couldn't pick six that guy enough, as far as I'm concerned. All right, I'll say no as well, but uh, someone bold might say yes. And then number seven, uh, how many J.K. Scott punts? Ah, uh, this is a this is a good one. Ooh, boy, this is good because we talked in the game podcast about the fact that you know they there's not been three and outs this season, and yeah. there has been very little of uh, the Make-A-Wish kids' uh, appearances. Honestly, when you saw him sitting on the bench after you know he got run into, uh, I had to look twice. I thought it was like a junior in high school who <laughs> had won a competition to be able to suit up with the Packers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, man, it's... you know, you have a baby face, but you, know, you look like old man River com- compared to this guy. <laughs> Thank <Jeez>. you. <laughs> yeah. Well, he is uh, quite a bit younger than me. And well, when I when I was fairness, his age, fairness, I looked yeah. like a yeah. They would yeah. say, "Look at that little baby walking down the street." <laughs> Wait, he's a six foot two inch baby. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so let's see. Um, boy, Ugh. I'm gonna go two and a half. Two and a half. Ooh, I'm gonna say, man, uh, it's a good I, line. It's a good it's line. A good line. It's a good line. Um, I guess if I stay with, uh, I'm gonna take the over. I, I, I think it could be that we up so, so much that we end up, you know, running some at the end and get some punts. So I, I think it, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad game that we have three punts. It could mean that we're we're in a big lead. So I'll, I'll take the over. All right. Uh, so seven and a half at any point during the game, will they show the Tremont Williams pick six? Oh, no, <laughs> I don't think so. I think that's a special moment a Packer one. for, yeah, for Packers fans, uh, because that, that was the play that turned that game. Okay. And from there it was, it, you just kind of began to get the feeling as though this, this team was having everything go its way. Um, I, I don't think they'll No, if Williams was still on the Packers, they might. But I don't think they will. I think they're going to. No, they, I, th- I think they're going to show it. I'm going to say yes. Um, I, I don't know why. I, and, and you're right. It might just be a, just a, a, a highlight just in my life because that was one of the many times, I suppose. But it was one where I went from a sitting position to, <laughs> you know, like if you scare a cat or like, you know, it's sitting still and then it's on the ceiling. Um, that's how I was. It was like just a pop in the air. It was so great. Um, it was almost like you told me we're going to win the Super Bowl right at that moment because it just felt great. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, and it was really special, yeah. 
Seven three fours. Um, this will be a tough one because uh, maybe it's a bad one, but we can maybe do it after the fact. Is the co- is the Atlanta coach going to be fired after the game? Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I actually think if the Packers win, that he will be, and I think the Packers are going to win. So I'm going to say yeah. I'm going to say no. I heard something that said the owner. Oh, has that's right. About yes. being a, you know, uh, what's he a Domino's Pizza guy about? No, you know, no, he's he cool. Home Depot, I think. Oh, Our Home Depot. Blank. I, I, that's I right. Home Depot. You know, and you're right. I'm I'm gonna stick with what I said because I said it. But now that you mentioned it, I had forgotten that he's that he came out and he didn't like that idea. He didn't he didn't think that's the right leadership mode. But you know, it's different. It's one thing to. Uh, having poor sales at Home Depot uh, <laughs> versus being on TV with your Atlanta Falcons. So, And then the tiebreaker is uh, total score for the Packers. How many pa- points do the Packers are going to score? Oh, man. Uh, they're averaging 40 a game. I mean, that is just insane. Uh, I don't think they're going to score 40 points, though. Um, wouldn't surprise me to see them over 30. So um, You're narrowing it down. I'm going to go 31. 31. All right, I'm going to say 37. I think they can they can score 37 on the Saints. They can do it on the Atlanta. So yeah. those are your betting lines, Chris, for the Atlanta week. If you'd like to play, it's a very simple process. You send a note to Mike Miller and his email, and either he sets you up on his Google Docs or some kind of magic that he's got going on, but he does it really quick. The guy's uh, a wizard, and so there's magic. Certainly there's magic involved. Yeah, all of the internet is magic, really. Yeah, um, well, and I think I think Mike invented the internet, if not mistaken. <laughs> that might be. Well, his email address, if you didn't know, is oh. mitnomiller at gmail.com. That's M-I-T-N-O-M-I-L-L-E-R at gmail.com. And Gamal, yeah. Okay, mitnomiller at gmail.com. Play the betting lines. Join the cool kids and have fun playing the betting lines. All right. So, um, got that out of the way. Oh, yeah, that's right. If people want to give us money, they can do that, too. Sure. Um, you can go uh, Packers Therapy at Yahoo.com via PayPal and be like our guy, Michael LaPointe. Uh, be like Mike, everybody, and uh, support Packers Therapy. And, again, thank you, Michael, for that. We appreciate it. Um, pop culture, um, I believe Detective Sergeant Inspector Andy Mundy uh, suggested we try out the detectorists last week. And we didn't know what the hell that was. But thankfully, uh, listener number one, and that would be John Sturrock, our man in the UK. Uh, John from Scotland who works in Northern England or something like that. I don't know if he still does or not. But he was in touch via Twitter. And he said that the detectorists is a must-watch. Actually, he said it is a much-watch. Like a binge watch, maybe? Well, I'm not or, – or, or maybe he meant must. I don't know. Anyway, John said, uh, I loved it. It's quirky and subtle BBC comedy drama about two friends who are obsessed with Packers football – no, about two friends who are obsessed with metal detecting. It's absolutely fabulous cast and performances. That's the detectorists and Detective Sergeant Inspector Andy Mundy – uh, driving around in his, uh, you know, mail van, uh, watching uh, BBC quirky and subtle shows. Maybe he's friends with John Sturrock. I don't know. It, it could you think be. Think they're cahoots? 
Salante, I guess, or whatever one says. Okay, no, anyway, that's, watch it. It's, a, it's on Acorn TV. What in the world? How do you how do you do uh, that? Well, um, I think you probably look it up on the internet to figure out how you get that. It's I'm guessing it's one of the you know the fifty thousand uh, cable channels. It's not available via YouTube. TV? Uh, wait, uh, an update. I think it might be on Amazon Prime. So, ah, all right. Uh, okay, so yeah. Amazon Prime. Well, for let me confirm, but. A it's quirky and, and subtle uh, BBC comedy drama. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, it does sound like it might be kind of fun. Two friends obsessed with metal detecting, which is, <laughs> I mean, you, you kind of have me right there. I almost got to check it out just to see what this is, what this is like. And I like, I like quirky and subtle. So uh, thank you, John, for explaining that. And thank you, uh, Andy, for just mentioning it to us last week. We appreciate that. So yeah, thanks. Awesome. Good. Yeah, uh, do you, do you have uh, you know any uh, pop culture that you want to throw I do. our way? Did uh, I mention I'll be gone in the dark? Did that ring a bell? It does a little bit. Why don't you tell me about it again? So if I didn't mention, it's uh, I finished it. I've been watching it, and uh, it, it's a kind of a documentary on HBO. That's like the other documentaries on HBO. They're very well done, and, and yeah, I always love it. And then I think I should watch more documentaries, and then I don't. Um, but this one got on there and it took a while for me to kind of get through it. But when I got to the, I think there might be six episodes when I watch four, I watch five and six right away because it's just absolutely fascinating. So, uh, the story is about this woman who is writing about a cold case of the East side, East side rapist. This is a guy back in the seventies, uh, in California he went under a number of different serial killer names. It was Eastside Rapist, like, and is this like the the Green River Killers? Is that the same guy? Uh, it could. He had a couple of names that doesn't yeah, ring a bell. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, he was prolific uh, in the seventies when he was um, he he uh, he was a real problem. This guy, um, and uh, he, they never caught him. And so this woman, who is the wife of uh, shoot, um, he's a comedian. Uh, 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 Patton oh Oswald. yeah, yeah, right. Yes, yeah. I have heard about this. I don't think I heard about it from you though. Yeah. So it's uh, so I don't want to give anything away because uh, a lot's happened. Is this documentary is about her and the police? You know, trying to solve this cold case years and years later. It's about the victims. It's about the you know her, the author. It's there's a lot going on, and you know the fact that Patton Oswald is is in this too is kind of a weird twist because he's he's famous you know he's a yeah um and uh she's and, and you know the stress of writing the book and i mean it is the the stories are horrific of what this guy did to these women and, and in some cases couples but um i was almost i was brought to tears at the end i mean in the sixth really? episode it was uh and i guess i'll leave it at that it, it was just so powerful and so amazing of what happened here that i i, I like there should be some things everyone should watch or just sh just should be know about and watch because it's just so amazing that this actually happened in real life. So I, I'd recommend it highly, especially if you like sort of true crime documentaries. Uh, it's great. And uh, what's the name of it again, Dave? I'll be gone in the dark. Okay, I'll be gone in the dark. And available, you said HBO. HBO Max. Correct. Okay. Yeah, you know, I, I have Roku, and we don't get HBO Max because they are still squabbling with HBO on that. So, Yeah. i got to give my uh, password. I'll do that afterward. 
Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, good. And then and then I'll post it on the internet. So yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I've um, I have one. Um, I've watched so many things since. Well, I guess in our off season, I've been watching a lot of different stuff. One of the ones um, I'm going to get to. Well, I think I'll do it right now. Um, have you heard of? Uh, on Becoming a God in Central Florida. <laughs> no, never. You've not? Okay. No. Um, this is, um, I think it would be kind of in the, again, in the comedy drama. I don't think it's, uh, it's quirky and subtle. Well, it's quirky, but not subtle. Let's put it that way. Um, I think it's uh, Kirsten Dunst, I believe, is the okay. star of this. Um, and the basic gist is it's um, kind of... It, this is going to shock you, uh, but it's about a multi-level marketing outfit operating out of Central Florida. What could it possibly be? I mean, you know, I mean, anyway, it's it's an Amway cover deal. Oh, it is and, Amway. Okay, yeah. Well, it, that, of course, they don't say that. I, I forget exactly the name of the multi-level marketing thing, but I didn't know where Amway. Okay. You did what? You didn't know those guys are in Florida and Orlando and that's I didn't know where that. they were located. I knew of the the pyramid stuff, and I've oh, had, yeah. I remember having a friend or two over my years oh, sit God. me down and like start the conversation. I think, wait you know, a second, you're not trying to tell me about Amway, are you? Yeah, you should get to know my buddy who sells Shackley. Yeah, okay, you know. <laughs> anyway, um, this this woman, Kirsten Dunst, uh, her um, her husband is really into it and he's bought in the whole program and the and the philosophy and he's you know he's he's going to try to you know make them you know fabulously wealthy and successful and his heart's in the right place but you know uh, he's listening to all the motivational tapes that go along with it and it's it's a combination of funny and sad you know anyway he he winds up getting killed in the in the in the pilot and um you know, it's left to her then to kind of make some sense out of what's left. Now she's uh, a widow with a with a young child, and you know, he he was trying very very hard to be a success and a provider and all that stuff, but it all was a failure. And now she has to figure out a way forward. And of course, she hates this multi level scheme. Uh, but as the as the uh, series evolves. You know, she figures it out, and she becomes really quite good at it. Um, along, Breaking you know, bad. You know, well, yeah, it is, but it's it's a much lighter touch than that. It is it is a comedy drama, probably heavier on the comedy than on the drama because the characters are uh, are broad and they're funny. Uh, but I I really think it's it's a good show because when you peel back the laughter, um, it's you find the tears. That's that's my well, life. Well, I mean, you know, you exposed yourself as being sensitive and vulnerable, you know, when you're brought to tears in the last show. Yeah. Um, but what this really does um, is it, in a, in a humorous kind of way, it shines a light on the, I don't know if it's just America or just Western capitalism, but, you know, people desperately striving uh, to get ahead, to, to win, you know, to do whatever it is, you know, they can themselves and their families and the lengths that they will go to do this. Um, and it's really, what this really is, is kind of a, it's an indictment of unfettered capitalism is what it amounts to. 
but done with a very you know comic and and light and light touch. But you can kind of see what they're doing and how they're uh, putting it together. It's very it's very skillful. It's very clever. And it, I love the title too on on becoming a god in uh, Central Florida. So. Uh, I definitely recommend checking out. I can't remember what network it's on. It's probably available on Netflix or someplace like that, or it may have been Showtime or something like like that. But it's available uh, for people that you know have some kind of cable package or internet deal. So I I recommend it. Good deal. Uh, let's see. And one thing more I want to touch on. We did get an interesting. We've gotten a, a fair amount of feedback on. Uh, what we've done with the podcast, breaking into two segments, uh, one that's focused on the game and, and then the second one that we're doing right now that's betting lines and pop culture. And we've got, you know, a lot of people saying, I don't care what you guys do as long as you keep on, you know, doing it. And that's, and that's real nice and we, and we appreciate that. But we had some really, you know, thoughtful feedback, uh, you know, from Tom and Judy out in, in California um, about, you know, is this really the way you want to go with this? And as you would imagine, uh, Tom, I believe, is a graduate of the University of Wisconsin Law School, and I, I worked for the law school for 10 years, so I have great respect for it. Uh, uh, this, uh, this retired lawyer has put together a very thoughtful uh, brief on the matter, uh, <laughs> and uh, we, are, we, are, we are taking it under advisement. It's a, well, it's a well-argued brief, Counselor. Um, so we're going to kind of go with this uh, system at least uh, through – the following week through next week, and then during the bye week, we're, we're going to uh, determine if we're going to continue this for the rest of the season uh, or not, uh, because so far the feedback's been uh, positive on it. I think a lot of people, you know, could take it or leave it, uh, but there, there could be a benefit in just, in just doing the one pod, too. So anyway, uh, we're going to uh, think it through, and we really appreciate, uh, Tom and Judy, your continuing uh, friendship and also the the thoughtful comments uh, that you made in the email this week. So, uh, Dave, do you have any, anything else you want to uh, touch on before we uh, call it a week? I think we covered everything. I feel good. All right. 3-0 and well, feels good. 3-0 and feels – the only thing that I could think of that would feel better than 3-0 and is, of course, 4-0. and mm. And that's what we hope uh, will be the case after the Packers play – the Atlanta Falcons on uh, Monday night, on Monday night football. So pod will be a little bit later next week. But Dave and I are making plans to watch. Hope you will too. And if you can't, why even bother watching? We can listen to Chris and Dave talk about it a weekends. But until that time, I'm Chris and I'm Dave, and that is Packers Therapy. I'm Chris. And I'm Dave. And that's Packers Therapy.